Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Yes, dear friends, we are in an exciting time of the year. It is already Christmas season. I love Christmas. I love to celebrate Christmas. Yes, we celebrate it every day of the year that the Lord has come and that we are free because of Him. But especially during this time, I love to sing the songs and to celebrate that He has come. I mean, oh, can you just imagine being one of those shepherds in the field? In one way, those shepherds, they were expecting the coming of the Lord. For hundreds and thousands of years, they had the promises of the Lord that he would send that Savior, and so they were expecting the Savior in one way, and we must always be expecting him. But then suddenly, on this routine night, they were watching their flocks in the field and sitting there around the campfire, but suddenly the angel of the Lord appeared in the sky, and he said, I'm bringing you the most wonderful news that you have ever heard. I mean, what a glorious news that the Savior has been born. And, you know, it was not long after that that suddenly the whole sky was filled with the angelic host of the Lord, and they were singing peace on earth. Oh, that sound of that angelical choir. Can you just imagine being one of those shepherds sitting there in the field like you sit there every night as you are watching your sheep every night? But that night, that night was the night that God had promised for thousands of years that he would come. And suddenly that night he had come. The Lord, the Savior had arrived. It was far above anything they could have ever expected. And it was far beyond anything they could have imagined that Yeshua, the Savior, the Messiah was born that night. And they were the first ones to hear. (laughs) The Lord told these simple shepherds, As first ones, they were able to hear that the Lord had been born in Bethlehem and that they were invited to come and see. Oh, my dear friend, you are invited to come and see that the Lord is born, that the Lord lives. Well, he's not a small child laying in a manger somewhere in Bethlehem, but still today, Oh, he can be born in your heart. And that is the greatest Christmas of all times. I mean, not just celebrating the lights and the gifts and the wonderful meals, but to celebrate Jesus Christ, to be born in your heart. And for you, for me, to be born into the family of God. Oh, I tell you, there is nothing greater than that. And you know, when these shepherds heard this news, it says they embraced it with their hearts. You know, sometimes I am amazed that we hear these wonderful promises of the Lord. And it's not just a promise that was given to other people, but there are promises in the Bible, and the Bible is full of these promises that are given to you and to me. And sometimes we hear this promise, and it's like we hear it for the first time. And then I see that some people, they just do not embrace it with their heart. They don't receive it. I mean, these shepherds, They had that wonderful moment that the angel of the Lord gave him that revelation. Tonight, the Savior is born in Bethlehem. Go and see, go and see, and you will find him laying in a manger, wrapped in 
swaddling clothes, and, and you will see Mary and Joseph there and, and, and the baby, Yeshua, the Messiah. You will find him. And they could have said, well, that's wonderful news. Anybody up to go? Well, no, I have this. Well, no, who will attend the flock? No, my wife is waiting for me. I mean, so many reasons why they could have stayed there. But I'm so happy it said they embraced that word with their heart and they found it to be exactly as the angel said it would be. And you know, so many times the Lord speaks to us and he gives us a revelation of a wonderful promise that is coming into fulfillment now. But instead of embracing it with our hearts and instead of rejoicing in it and talking to others about it and going and celebrating it, we go away empty-hearted, empty life, and we just do not receive that promise as a fulfillment in our life. Oh, what a sad thing to see those that hear the promises but do not receive them and not rejoice in them. But these shepherds, they went and they found it to be exactly as the angel told them it would be. And you will find it too, my friend, that the promises of the Lord, they are exactly as the Lord promised them to be. And you know, maybe right now through this broadcast is the moment that one of these promises, one of these many promises of the word is coming into fulfillment in your life. And I would say, thank the Lord. Let praise be upon your lips. You know, God was now present in human form. God, the Almighty One, the Holy One, who dwelled in the Holy of Holies. He was now in human form walking among them. I mean, <laughs> this is something that goes beyond your understanding. We, because of our sins, were separated from him, and we could never reach into the heavens, and we could not enter into the Holy of Holies because we were dropped dead. But you know, now God, wrapped in flesh, in human form, came down to walk among us, to make a way for us and to bring us into the Holy of Holies to be with him for eternity. And the shepherds were there as witnesses that they could go and they could see God himself who had come down in human form and who was now dwelling among them. Oh, I tell you, this is what the Lord says in First John chapter 1, verse 1 and 2, it says, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared, we have seen it and testified to it, and we proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and has appeared to us. Oh, this is a wonderful scripture. I mean, it's talking about the Lord, Jesus Christ, our Savior, who is the word that was at the beginning, through whom all things are created, that are created, as we read in John chapter 1. And now the word has become flesh, and he walked among them. And it says, we have seen him. We have touched him. He has touched us. Yes, the Lord has touched us. I mean, this is what the Lord wanted to do. He wanted to touch us. And that touch of the Lord would bring healing. And that touch of the Lord would bring salvation. And that touch of the Lord would bring blessing. It is not that the Lord stayed up in heaven far away, 
but he came down because we could not come to him. He came down. You know, remember when he would come down on Mount Sinai and only Moses could go up there and the people were terrified because of all the darkness and the thunder and the lightning and whoever touched the mountain would drop dead. But you know, the Lord, he was so longing to touch us because he saw our need. He saw our sickness, how we were overcome by the works of the devil and sickness was prevailing, and people were suffering and hurting with all these diseases, and not only the diseases in the body, but also tormented in the mind, and also broken in heart, and also many possessed by evil spirits by the devil. And I tell you, he saw us as humans trying to do and to cope with it and to do what we could do to make life a little comfortable, but we could not get rid of these things because sin had such a hold on us. And because of the law, we had the curse upon us because we had broken the law. And so the curse was upon mankind. And mankind was under condemnation and Satan was ruling as a tyrant over us. And so the Lord, our creator, he saw us and he saw our need and our pain. And all he could do was come down in flesh, in bodily form to fulfill what only he could fulfill to purchase us and to set us free of this tyrant leader, the devil, who was ruling over us in such a terrible way. I tell you, there's no happy life in that kingdom of Satan, of darkness, of pain and suffering. But Christ came, the Savior came. And it says, you know, that Jesus, he touched the lepers. He touched those that were sick. I mean, it was impossible for us to touch the holy God because we would drop dead, but he came down wrapped in flesh and he touched us. And whenever he would touch one of those hurting bodies, one of those poor suffering souls, his touch would make whole. I mean, he lifted the weary with the touch of his hands. He comforted the sorrowful and he blessed the children with his hands and his touch. He welcomed the sinner. Can we believe this, that the holy God, whom is perfect in every way and who cannot accept sin in his presence, yet he came down to make us holy, to wrap us in his righteousness. And so Jesus was a friend of sinners. Can we understand this, my friends, that Jesus, who is God himself in the flesh, is called a friend of sinners? Oh, not to commit sin with us, but because he was filled with such compassion for sinners, he wanted to bring sinners into salvation and into the presence of God. And so he touched the sinner. He touched the leper and made him whole. He touched the blind man and opened his eyes. He touched the deaf and opened his ears. Oh, he fed the multitude that was hungry. Remember those thousands of people who were so hungry and he blessed those few loaves of bread and those few fishes, and he multiplied it, and he broke the bread and broke the fish, and he fed the multitude. Oh, he washed the feet of the disciples with his hands, and he's still doing the same. Hallelujah, the Savior. He is here still touching us today. Oh, maybe he's not here in human form, 
And I know some people, they're always crying, oh, I wish the Lord was still here, walking the streets of Jerusalem so that I could visit him. But praise the Lord, Jesus said, it's better for you that I don't stay here in bodily form, but that I go up to the Father, for then I will send the Comforter, the Holy Spirit to you. And now I don't have to go to the streets of Jerusalem to find him somewhere and to press myself through the multitudes. No, hallelujah. The moment I pray here, right here in Holland or wherever you are in the world, whenever you pray in his name, he is there and he will touch you from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. You know, he came down and the shepherds, they saw him and they heard his voice. They heard the cry of that baby Jesus. Oh, they beheld the Savior of the world as a little babe in that manger. But you know that voice of the Lord. Oh, it was his voice that calmed the sea. It was that voice that spoke peace to those who were overcome by fear. It was through his voice. It says he cast out the demons and the devils with a word, with a single word. His voice, oh, so powerful that when he called into that dark tomb, that Lazarus had to rise up and come out. He rose the dead with a word. Oh, that word of the Lord. It is so powerful. Those that were in doubt, he affirmed them and he reassured them with a word. He gave hope to those who were downcast with a word. He spoke life with a word. He said, blessed are you, all those words. And those words are still as powerful today as they were when they first came from his lips. Oh, my dear friend, heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of the Lord will remain in eternity. Oh, that word of the Lord is that word coming to you today, the word of comfort, the word of hope. Jesus is the Lord himself who came down that we might hear the word of the Lord, the word of the Father. Whatever Jesus spoke is the word of the Father. And he spoke hope, and he spoke love, and he spoke life, and he is still speaking those words today. He is still calming the sea. He is still casting out demons and devils. He is still raising up the dead. He is still bringing peace to those who are fearful. And you know, they beheld his face. All the glory, the Shekinah glory of the Lord on the face of that little babe. Oh, how wonderful they looked upon that face. But I tell you, that face looked upon us and looked upon mankind, and it saw our needy condition. And that face, it had such a compassion and love. And those tears that came out of the eyes of Jesus Oh, tears for you and for me because he loved us. Oh, that face that shone like the sun with eternal glory and it expressed the joy of the Father because he was doing the will of the Father and he was fulfilling that promise all by going to the cross on Calvary and giving his life in exchange for our life. He was buying us free, purchasing us, with his own precious blood. And when he was hanging there on the cross and they had beaten him and they were sconing him and they had spat upon him. But I tell you, that face of Jesus, it was not looking angry. 
but it was looking with such a glory and such a love and such a compassion because he was doing it for us. He had a joy in his bosom, the Bible says, because he already saw what was coming. He saw that through his death and resurrection, eternal life would be given to you and to me. And his face was shining, shining with love and glory and light and life. Oh, I tell you, his hands, his feet were nailed to that cross. His side was pierced with a spear and his body died, but it was also raised from the dead. Oh, thank the Lord. When those shepherds, they went to see the baby. Oh, I tell you, that was one amazing moment there. And they believed and it says that after they saw him and they went home, they could not keep their mouth about it. They were praising God. They were singing and worshiping him. And they were telling everybody what they had seen and what they had heard. Oh, how wonderful. You know, Jesus, he came to fulfill so much. And he spoke and taught us so much. He lived and revealed us so much. He blessed us in a way that gave us so much. He died that provided so much for us. He rose and he conquered so much for us. He loved, and that means so much to us. I tell you, when they saw that child, it had all these glorious aspects and so much more inside of it. And you and me, we can also behold it today. We can behold the Savior. Yes, we can come and see him as a child who was born for us and who is born in our hearts. We can behold him upon the cross dying for us. We can behold him coming out of that tomb, risen from the dead as a great conqueror over sin and hell, Satan and death. Oh, I tell you, he broke the curse. And today, as we are in this Christmas season, I want you to see that child, that child, that loving child who is God in humanly form, who came because he loved you and who he loves you, who came to fulfill whatever needed to be fulfilled, to buy you free and to give you life eternal and to reunite you with the Father. He came to reconcile us with the Father. And now through him, through Christ, we can pray and commune with the Father. And we know that our name is written in the book of life. Oh, when we lay down this body here, we will not go into eternal darkness, forever separated from the Lord, his love and his glory and his goodness. But we will go into eternal glory to be with him. And then we will behold our Savior. Oh, face to face, how glorious will that be? Lord, I pray today that those that are listening will be like those shepherds, that they will hear that promise has come to fulfillment and that they must go and they will find the child. They will find Christ, the Savior. Oh, Lord, that they will not lay around idle, but that they will get up and get up on their knees and pray and call unto you and that they will have that revelation as the shepherds had the revelation that God came down and that he saved them and that he has saved us and that we will receive the Savior in our life, that we will have childlike faith, simple faith, Lord, and that we will believe it with our hearts, and, Lord, that we will receive the goodness and the glory and the love, Lord, and the touch for healing 
And Lord, that we will receive the joy and the peace that only Christ can give, Lord. And Lord, our life will never be the same again. Thank you, Lord, that we may be like these shepherds. And now, Lord, that we will rejoice and that we will praise you and give you glory and that we will tell everybody that we see and meet how wonderful you are and all that you have done for us and that you would want to do the same for them in their life. Thank you for this wonderful season that we can be witnesses of you, of the Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 